Welcome to Always West Seattle, the podcast where the people, places, happenings, and history of West Seattle intersect. I'm your host, Keith Bacon, and with me today are my special guests, Tim and Lori McConnell of West Seattle Runner. Thanks for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having us. July is Independent Retailer Month and a great time also to be running around outside. So I'm happy to have you both on the show. You've been running West Seattle Runner since 2010. How did your business come to be? I have a background in retail and a degree in business management. And Mm -hmm. Lori's always been a runner. And there's never been a run specialty store in West Seattle. I've lived here since... 92 and she moved here in 2001 yeah and uh i hated my job (laughs) and we're like you know we should open our own retail store Mm -hmm. and uh did a little bit of research and then just jumped both feet into it (laughs) no pun intended we kept our full-time jobs for the first year we had one employee who worked monday through friday during the hours that we were at work and then we worked all the rest of the hours our first 365 days of business, we had seven days off for the whole year. That's dedication. Yeah. What do you attribute to the success of having this business stay in the community for so long? I think it's been really important for us to have a lot of community involvement. So from day one, we started group runs. We did track workouts on Tuesday. We did group runs midweek, and then we did another group run on the weekend and just started gathering runners and kind of having it be a hangout for that. So Mm -hmm. with that and races that we started getting involved with and putting on our own race and starting a couch to half marathon training program for beginners, it's, we just kind of created this hub of having a lot of events like vendors coming out and doing shoe demo nights and Mm -hmm. uh, all of that. So that's been huge. We've had great employees who are dedicated to running and to our customers, just kind of that focus on having to be a place where everyone's welcome. Cool. And West Seattle as a community is always great about supporting local business. Yeah, for sure. When we opened, people were like, oh, it's so great to have a store in the neighborhood. Uh, we love what you guys do. It's so nice, all the things that are happening here. Do you guys live here? <laughs> Almost accusatory to make sure we were locals before they wanted to commit to <laughs> shopping with us. But we appreciated that since we are local. Could you describe anything about the West Seattle running community? Is there anything that sort of stands out to you about the the people here that run? I think we're just lucky to live in the environment that we do. Like all of our group runs, we end up down on Alki or running through Lincoln Park. I mean, it's we live in a really great area. Mm-hmm. Just visually, we have people come from out of town that come visit the store, go with us on our group run as part of their trip, just yeah. to see what we get to see every day. So. Yeah. The routes are just great. And we just have a really nice group of runners too. So that's 13 years now of these group runs. And we've really emphasized all levels are welcome. So I don't think people feel pressure or that it's going to be exclusive or that you can have a bunch of fast fast people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everyone's kind of encouraging of people taking on different goals. Awesome. One of the community events that I know you're involved with is the Float Dodger 5K, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, But let's start running down some events that are happening this month on the Duwamish Peninsula, starting with the West Seattle 4th of July Kids Parade. That's from 10 to 2 p.m., and that starts 44th and Sunset, and that winds through neighborhood streets down to Hamilton Viewpoint Park and ends with 
field games, food trucks, activity tabling. Uh, Thursday, July 6th, and every Thursday night through the summer, uh, come play Cornhole with the West Seattle Cornhole League. I didn't know. I mean, West Seattle has a lot of unique things. I did not know we had our own Cornhole League. Uh, that's from 7 to 9 p.m. every Thursday through the summer. Do either of you play Cornhole? Do you have a Cornhole set at home? No, we do not. We we're, don't. We're not competitive in that cornhole arena. We're missing out. <laughs> well, let me just share. A, I used to have a cornhole set uh, that some friends gave us, and the the bags actually they actually have corn in them, and we left them over the winter up at our uh, summer cabin that we used to have up in Birch Bay. And when we came back to the cabin in the spring, um, some creatures had scouted out the cornhole bags and like tore through them and were in the house all winter long. So my advice, if you're going to play cornhole, like go to ounces and play it, but don't don't keep cornhole at home. It's don't not... don't sock away food for rodents for the <laughs> <Yeah>. winter. <laughs> it's yeah. not safe at home. Do not try this at home. <laughs> Hedwig and the Angry Inch runs through July 23rd at Arts West with star Nicholas Japul Bernard returning five years after performing the iconic leading role originated by John Cameron Mitchell. I've seen him in this role and he's really amazing. Highly recommended. Do you guys get down to Arts West ever to see any of their productions? It has been years. It's been a little while, but we used to organize some groups going from the shop to, you know, go down and and see some shows there. Yeah. So Cool. Well, some other theatrical events that are happening in West Seattle this summer are the West Seattle Backyard Bard, free performances of scaled-down Shakespeare shows at High Point Commons and Delridge Playfield. They'll be doing a full version, I assume, of Romeo and Juliet at Camp Long and in Lincoln Park. What, what are your feelings about Shakespeare? Are you fans or is it not for you? I'm a fan. Right now I'm into this Guilty Pleasure Bake Shop Mysteries book, and it takes place in Ashland. And a lot of it, it takes place at the Shakespearean OSF theater there. Oh, so yeah. I'm actually going to be taking my 80-year-old mom down in the fall to Aww. do a little murder mystery in Ashland and catch a dinner theater. Awesome. A little Murder, She Wrote, Girls Weekend. That's right. <laughs> July 8th, the Seafair Pirates are landing on Alki Beach around 1.30 p.m. Um, that usually happens near the Alki Bathhouse. Are you more Team Seafair Pirate or Seafair Clown? Pirate. Always pirates. The, the clowns are way scarier. <laughs> Good answer. July 10th, a new open mic opportunity arises uh, weekly Mondays at the West Seattle Church of the Nazarene. It's called Bedhead Open Mic. Uh, you can find it on Facebook and Instagram. Tim and Lori, if we were to see either of you at an open mic, what kind of performance would you do? Mm. Lori would freestyle rap. I would freestyle rap and Tim, for sure, you would do comedy. I want to see this. Are you going to sign up for this open mic? Can we go go and see you freestyle rap and tell some jokes? <laughs> I've know. got the bedhead part already. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too bad this is a, an audio only thing. I wish everyone could see your hair, <laughs> but they can just go into the shop and see you right at West Seattle. Yeah, Runner. they'll see my hair first. <laughs> uh, July 15th and the third Saturday of the month through November, Heron's Market at Heron's Nest features a variety of vendors, arts, crafts in an outdoor setting that runs from 10 to 6. Uh, July 16th, there's a donation drive at Alki UCC seeking food, clothing, outdoor gear for our unsheltered neighbors. You at West Seattle Runner also have a, a donation program for used shoes. Isn't that correct? Yeah, we collect shoes for Shelter and Burien. They come and collect them for us. And I don't know how many thousands of shoes. Yeah, and actually she's expanded and she 
bring some of it to um, Chief Self for the homeless students there. Do you have any idea how many shoes you might have gathered over the time that you've been doing this? Well, 10, 20,000, maybe. Wow. Because prior to this, we were sending them to the Union Gospel Mission for years, probably since our second year. Mm -hmm. And they just no longer accept shoes. Yeah, we've been doing shoes for 12 years at least. Wow. That's amazing. She'll take a box every week or so with probably a couple hundred shoes. You have people coming in all the time just to drop off their shoes and then maybe pick up some new ones. Yeah, we've had people just walk in with their shoe, buy a new shoe, and leave their old shoe. Mm-hmm. We'll also have people come in and like, I cleaned out my closet, and they'll have like 12 pairs of old running shoes, and they just drop those off. So we're always always collecting them for whatever condition. I mean, we kind of judge if it's if it's horrible, then we'll steal cannon. But for the most <laughs> part, most of the shoes we get are in great condition for someone else to repurpose. That's cool. How do you decide when a running shoe is done? Is it just totally a personal preference kind of thing? They're kind of got mileage built into it. Like every shoe is made to last for, we, we rate it by miles. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how much you run, but usually when your knees and shins hurt a little more than they did last week, your shoe's probably done. <laughs> so your body just tells you. Yeah. yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll feel it. And it's about 400 miles. Also, they, the shoes become a little bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. If you can fold it in half like a taco, your shoe's done. Time for a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on, July 18th is the 26th annual West Seattle Big Band Concert in the Park at High Point Commons. That's at 7 p.m. Do, do either of you play any instruments to go with your jokes and freestyle rapping? I don't. She plays a mean leg guitar. <laughs> she plays the drums. Awesome. Do you play in a band? No. No band would have me. <laughs> I enjoy playing. I, I like to hack and follow some sheet music and play along. And it's a side hobby for gotcha. my own enjoyment and probably no one else's. <laughs> well, my next interview will be with your neighbors to see how they feel about <laughs> your drumming. July 22nd, the West Seattle Grand Parade, which began in 1935, returns. That's produced by the West Seattle Rotary Service Foundation, and that's running south on California Avenue from Lander to Edmonds. And it's preceded by the West Seattle Float Dodger 5K and Kids Dash benefiting the West Seattle Food Bank, where you can run against the tide of the parade on California Avenue. This is an event that you put on, right? Yeah. We started this in 2011. Since I moved to West Seattle, I've always lived where I could go to the parade. Mm -hmm. And knowing that the parade route is a mile and a half long, and a 5K is 3.1 miles long, I always thought, so much to do a 5K before the parade. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, once we opened the store, we're like, okay, we've, we're doing this. And we have partnered with different charities throughout the years, but we've really enjoyed having the food bank as being the recipient of everything. They do great work locally. They help out plenty of people. And it's our way to give back to the community. So we pay to put it on, and then all the proceeds go to the food bank. Awesome. And you encourage people to run in costume and that sort of thing for this? Do a lot of people do that? We do. We've had costume contests years prior. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, we don't have a lot of people that do it, but we encourage pirates or princesses or mm-hmm. whatever. We've had a lot of different random costumes, short yeah. costumes, but just really that it's for everybody. So we have runners and walkers, kids, dogs, strollers. We have the people that are donating prizes pick who they want to give, like what position they want to give the prize to, because we ask them not to do first, second, or third. Mm. First, second, and third is 
they always win. <laughs> so we'll have like whoever comes in dead middle of the entire field award. There's <laughs> awards for last place. Um, people can pick a random number and make whoever comes in that place get an award. So everybody can win something and you don't have to be fast. Tell me about this float dodging aspect. What does that mean exactly? So when we were pitching this originally to Rotary and to the the guys that do the, the course marshalling, they were asking, well, what time do you want to start? I'm like, well, what time does the parade start officially? They're like, it starts at 11. I'm like, well, then we can start the run at 10. And they're like, are people going to be done running by 10? I'm like, it's three miles. They should be done. Even if they're walking, they should be done. Right. And someone I think said, well, they can't be out there dodging floats. <laughs> and I looked at my race director and she's like, I'm already writing it down. Because we have <laughs> a name for the, the race at that point. So float dodger came because if you're slow enough, you will have to dodge the floats. Gotcha. Has anyone actually dodged a float as far as you know, ever? Your mom. No. I wasn't like a your mama joke. I mean, literally her mom <laughs> came in last place one year on purpose. Because there was a bottle of wine for last place. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> but we do we run around a float. Yeah, we do run around a float. The parade will put their main float in the middle of California as a turnaround spot. So mm -hmm. we really do run and dodge a float. Gotcha. I'm going to jump back in time because I, I missed a very important event. July 14th through the 16th is Summerfest in the Alaska Junction. A, a lot of great music, which starts at 3 p.m. Friday, moves to two stages all day and night Saturday. And uh, this year, music is back on Sunday at 11 a.m. on the small stage while the farmer's market happens to the north. And of course, there's the famous sidewalk cafes and from the junction bars and restaurants, all sorts of vendors. Do you make it to Summerfest every year? I kind of plan my summer around it, actually. <laughs> Yeah, we go every year. There were a few years that we worked a booth for the Float Dodger. We're not doing that this year, but we always go. I mean, since, well, since I've lived here in 2001, yeah. I think it's great. It's so fun. I get to see people outside of the business environment. They do a great job booking uh, really good music, but it is really just about yeah. seeing all these people that you don't normally see all the time or in, in a different setting. Mm -hmm. um, so it is super fun. Uh, July 21st and 23rd is the Alki Art Fair uh, with DJs, also live music, artists featuring painting, jewelry, pottery, wearables, mixed media, photography, and more. Do either of you have any creative pursuits when you're not uh, running or running the store? I like some arts and crafts, bracelets or jewelry, but nothing serious. <laughs> Every Halloween, I build a haunted house oh. that you have to walk through to get to our front door to get candy. Mm -hmm. And I judge how well it is. How good I do by how many kids opt out of coming all the way through it. <laughs> it's a spectacle. It, wow. It takes me about a week to build it. Last year's was like 30 something feet long. And I just built it from the sidewalk to our front door, which has nothing. It's just our sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I'll frame it in and then fill it with scary stuff and try to see how many kids I can make cry. <laughs> and he also builds a tunnel over our sidewalk. It's a tunnel of lights. So we change that for every season. Tunnel of oh. love. Uh, there's a Christmas tunnel, Halloween tunnel. If, you, if you've driven down Hanford during the fall and seen that tunnel of lights. Oh, that's yeah. 
yeah, I've I've walked by it. So now I know where you live and I can't yeah. wait to check out your Halloween thing. I probably won't go through it because I'm a total scaredy cat. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, July 22nd, Easy Street Records hosts a live in-store with Les Isles at 6 p.m. And they will also be celebrating a new release from the legendary local band Brad on July 28th. What kind of music do you listen to when you're running? Tim always tries to make me a playlist. It has way too much cure on it. Oh, really? That does not work for me for running. I like <laughs> rap is one of the mm-hmm. things like 90s rap, um, reggae. Oh, everything. My playlist is completely eclectic. Right now, mine is mostly Metallica. All right. Nothing will get you up Admiral, running up Admiral like Metallica. <laughs> you, you can't not run fast or not want to run. So it forces me to maintain pace. Awesome. Well, that is all the events that I have uh, in store for July. Are there any other things that you're excited about this month? Lori's birthday on Sunday. <laughs> Ooh, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Yeah. In spite of her hobbies, she's only in her 40s. Your books and her crochet hobbies. <laughs> well, you have a very happy birthday. And thank you both so much for joining me for the July agenda of uh, to the listeners. Uh, you can find out more about all these events in the show notes for this episode and on the West Seattle blog, where most of this information is sourced from uh, Tim and Lori. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for all the awesome things that you do through your business, West Seattle runner for the community and for people in need. It's, I think that's probably, you know, a big part of your success, you know, why people want to, support you because of all the support that you're showing for so many other people. So bravo to both of you for that. Thank Thank you so much. much. That's it for this episode of Always West Seattle. If you like what you heard, please share this episode with your neighbors, friends, colleagues, pets, anyone. (laughs) We would also love it if you posted about us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is Always Podcast. And uh, feel free to drop us a line in one of those social platforms if there's something that you like or a story that you think that we should cover. Always West Seattle is a Made with Bacon production, all rights reserved. Interviews have been edited for brevity and clarity. I'm Keith Bacon. Thanks for listening. 